1: here we are hello
2: welcome back to three in a bar i'm your host seb philpott and here's the other host
1: (laughs) verity simmons verity
2: simmons yeah um thanks for listening to us this might be your first time listening well thank you very much for taking a punt on us yeah this is our sixth episode uh, we're sort of getting into the swing of it now.
1: We certainly are.
2: And uh, we've got a, a great interview coming up in the podcast. But before that, just want to let you know, we've got something at the end of the podcast we're going to talk about. It's uh, quite an interesting, fun idea. Which...
1: Yeah, I think it'd be great.
2: Hmm. Yeah. We'd like to
1: hear your ideas on it see if you agree. So, good.
2: <laughs> yeah, keep listening to the end. Um, what else can people do if, uh, well, just just kind of buckle up and listen to the to the... <laughs> just uh
1: <laughs> belt up gonna, and listen <laughs> yeah
2: sit down sit comfortably or maybe you're going for a walk or maybe you're going out running uh, or a cycle with um maybe one ear in one ear so you can hear the road and uh, all the people around <laughs> you and uh we're gonna start off by playing you our uh interview but first verity would you like to tell us who it is uh, who's in your draw this week and could you give us a brief biography?
1: Let's have a look. It is star of the West End, Laura Baldwin.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: yeah. So, Laura, her big break came uh, when she got the role of Dawn in Waitress. Um, yeah. She was fantastic in that show, and people absolutely loved her. Uh, she had quite a long stint on that show and actually as lockdown lockdown was coming in she was just off on tour playing Cynthia Weil in Beautiful and I think she was loving that role absolutely gutted that that has stopped obviously for the time being and I think she's hopeful that it'll come back I hope she does because I want to see that
2: yeah so we had a chat to her to see what she was up to now and a chat about her career so far so here we go this is our conversation with Laura Baldwin
3: It's going all right. It's a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, What the hell? I know. Yeah, just... I feel like everyone just having, like, good
1: days and bad days. What are you yeah. doing? Have you yeah. come up with some new... Are you doing anything new? Are you doing any exciting um, new hobbies? So, not... No.
3: Um, I, t- <laughs> I feel like I should be. I tried, um, I tried to learn sign language. Me and my Ooh. boyfriend were like, let's learn some BSL. So I learnt a little bit, a few greetings, um, but right. I can't remember um <laughs> like I, I we need to like continue with that but yeah yeah um i learn um good afternoon and how are you oh very good and that was quite oh. cute do you guys know any of that like no. Any
2: sort of... no. I, <laughs> I, like... when i was at school we we learned how to sing love can build a bridge
0: Did oh, you? Really? Um,
2: that song yeah when i was probably about seven or eight years old
0: oh can you remember I any
2: can't, i can't well i guess love is like is it that a heart? Heart?
3: Oh God! I don't even. I don't no. even know.
2: Brit, I bet it was so cute to watch, but I can't remember any of it now.
1: I tell you, we did the same. Oh, sorry, Kay, what were you going to say? It just doesn't translate terribly well onto a,
2: a podcast. It work on <laughs> oh
1: God,
3: yeah, I thought maybe you were going to be like filming part of it. Of course, no one at home can see this. Really sorry. I, know, I did really I, well.
1: No, I tell you what, it's lovely to know about. I just don't know if I can cope with the whole of "Love Can Build a Bridge" just sort of sung in a slightly weird way. Just Damn it, no. we'll have it after. Yeah. Let's (laughs) (laughs) but you did one of the leave a light on concerts didn't you i
3: did yeah which was it was really fun um slightly nerve-wracking because i've never done a concert before by myself um so i was shitting it um Yeah. Can I swear? You um, can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Cause I might do a few slip-ups so here and there. Um But yeah, it was it was actually scary. I decided to um just wear pajamas. Yes. I was like, this is gonna be in my own home, like really chill, but it almost yeah. made it more nerve wracking. Yeah. Um Do you I know might. what I mean? Like absolutely I think yeah. because I think it, there's something weird about being in your own home and you don't sing like you would, I think, if you were like on stage I don't know, it just yeah, it, it
1: feels quite surreal. Yeah. And not getting anything back is a really weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. you got. That's what my do- friend said. Yeah, because you often lose your nerves, don't you? If you if you yeah. sing something well, I'm not singing my case, thank God. <laughs> but if I play something <laughs> and then you get the response afterwards, it just it sort of mm. eases you in, doesn't it? But if there's silence yeah. oh. I know,
3: for sure. And just like my boyfriend was in the room because he was like playing like guitar every now and then, and I was like, It's okay. It's like You'd be like <laughs> um, like, yeah it's so it's scary so yeah mm.
2: all your instincts you've built up from like from performing in front of people you you know how it's going immediately don't you yeah. and it's like yeah. a, almost like a dialogue between you and the audience
1: for sure and, and you feed uh, off their reaction got that. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no
3: um but to say that that was my first one actually when i watched it back um i was pretty happy with it good and, Hooray. Yeah, so I'd love to do another one. Yeah, baby, just
2: so you that's great you had some accompaniment that I mean, that, yeah. that helps so much, doesn't it? I mean, so so it'd be really hard otherwise,
3: yeah. Because yeah. even, um, like normally, obviously, you can either have a band behind you and they can play alongside you, so you then can work uh, out okay. a different rhythm, you know. Um, yeah. whereas a lot of the tracks were pre recorded, so I kind of then found myself, you know, you can't change what you're going to do, which no. is absolutely fine. Um, but if I were to go wrong, you know, there's nothing <laughs> you can you can do about that. Whereas um, Dan plays the guitar, so I kind of thought it'd be better to, like, use him a lot throughout that and kind Perfect. of, yeah.
1: What did use you sing, him, Laura? Yeah. What kind of things did you do? So I sang something from
3: Beautiful. I sang Happy Days. I sang, I sang a few things from that one, actually. Oh, lovely. Um, from Beautiful. Yeah, oh, oh. I, I loved it. Yeah. Um yeah, I was so good at that close.
1: I know, I was just going to say that. So that was, you were yeah. in the midst of that, weren't you? Like how
3: many months, yeah. three months in or something? So, yeah, three months in. Yeah, we were so, yeah, yeah, so at the beginning. Um, I was so gutted, so gutted. I mean, I was just having the best time. We were absolutely loving it. And um, I think we had so many venues like that I'd not been to before. Yeah. Like I'd not been to Dublin. Oh, and yes. um And like yeah. i have not been to Glasgow. So I was like, there's so many um, along the road that we had, like epic venues coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, we finished at um, the Wales Millennium Centre. Oh, did you? That's a so good oh, that's great. great place. Yeah, yeah, great place. And we had like fab audiences, and it was selling well. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just it's so risky. Yeah. For the producers right now to reopen something.
1: No, and absolutely.
3: Who knows? Maybe yeah. in the future, if it does come back, that would be amazing. But. Yeah, just a, such a shame. None of us knew that it was going to be our last night.
1: Yeah. You know. oh. I mean,
3: yeah. I had a hunch. I, I definitely thought that we'd um, we'd obviously close, but I didn't think it would be for good. I kind of thought because we were contracted till um, December, right? Um, but had dates up until September, so I kind of I was like, oh, we'll reopen. It'll be fine
1: oh yeah. yeah such a shame because you had such shame. a great part in that you were Cynthia Cynthia Weill isn't it that's yeah, right Cynthia yeah Cynthia Weil. Yeah. yeah 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 Cynthia Weil, yeah, yeah. Uh, the German so the many German people tech. do Vial. Cynthia Weil. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah no so many people do that um, we went on like a few like radio stations and they'd be like "Wheel, Cynthia be oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god if she was here she would kill you yeah yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, it was so different for me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah.
1: So what was it like? Yeah. Was this the first time you'd played somebody who's actually alive, a real-life person? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which
3: is so much... Um, there's so much more pressure that comes with that because I I really wanted to do her justice and I just thought if she were to watch this, which she could, she could happily just be like, I'm going to go watch it in Bradford today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Sydney Wall and Carolyn Bradford. <laughs> um, imagine. Um but like I just wanted her to feel like that's me. Yeah. Um and yeah, I've always played fictional characters yeah. up until now. And actually I'd never played women, really. I've always right. played children. So oh. um yeah, and always I've played like weird children (laughs) (laughs) slightly awkward characters that seems to be like my niche that i've found (laughs) i didn't know Um, i had
1: i mean that is a cause to celebrate moving out of the weird child niche well done (laughs) yeah it
3: was it was a welcomed like yeah i embraced it i felt it was nice to be like the sexy one for once like the cool one you know um and it was um it was quite nerve-wracking at first and quite challenging because that's not all the um usual go-tos that I had or like the process that I would normally um go through when doing a show it's I think not that before I wasn't acting obviously I was but I'm just I'm more similar I'm obviously more awkward and I'm I am a bit weird like you know what (laughs) screw it that's that's me and you know Dawn and and Janie and that they're taken from you know from truth whereas Cynthia is is nothing like me and I aspire to be like someone like that um so yeah it was it was quite hard but amazing yes so w-
2: when you're starting that off do you have her in your mind the whole time like the real the real Cynthia
3: yeah I did and actually the director um Ed Goggin was like you do it how you feel like it should be done like don't um don't keep thinking of how it was done before um I think also this was the first character that I played um that wasn't original cast. Mm. which that sounds so
1: no so it
3: wasn't original oh, wow. cast like you know i've always played my own roles that
2: sounds awful <laughs> and,
3: but like before i've always been the first person to decide how i feel like it should be yeah. done and yeah. um go through a process with the director um as to how i feel like the character would do it whereas this time it, so many people have played cynthia i kind yeah. of sounds bad but I wanted to be the best at it and I wanted to if the girls were doing it a better way like how did they do it and I'd never i never experienced that before Um, but yeah I really tried to keep her like in the forefront of my mind and be like genuinely what would Cynthia do right now this is not what Laura would do like this is what she would do
1: Did you go back and and look at lots of other versions of Beautiful and and watch other people's interpretations? Or did you feel like you wanted to steer clear of that, having got this advice and make it your own, you know? Yeah, you
3: know, it's so funny. I I feel like I wanted to watch it and there is a version of it online and so many people did watch it and I was so tempted because, like I was saying before, I wanted to know how they did it. But I feel like it would have been detrimental to me to do that. Um, so I kept trying to be strong on the path of, like, not watching any of it. Um, but years ago, when it first came into town, I think I'd seen it, like, three times. <laughs> Big fan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Front row. <laughs> so it I'd seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Front row, like, got the T-shirt, everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> loving it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd seen it um, just, like, when it came in. And then um, I was auditioning for it when it was in town um, for Cover Carol, actually. Cover? Cover Carol. And um, yeah. and then um, and then my friend Bronte was in it, so I went to go see her. Um, so yeah, three times I watched it. Um, but fantastic.
1: yeah, other than that,
3: I tried not to. Yeah, I tried not to study it too much. Yeah,
1: yeah. And did you like the music? Is the music great in it? I haven't. I'm ter- sad to say I haven't seen beautiful at all. What's it like? Yeah, Is it really? fantastic? Oh, yeah.
3: Do you know what? It's amazing. It's um. It's not like a jukebox musical in the sense that they make a story around the songs, like the songs that, I mean, her songs are just an absolute classic. Like, Carole King wrote some absolute bangers. Like, she's so amazing. And Cynthia and Barry, who wrote their songs, like, their, their music is amazing and you just can't help but love it. It just, it feels so classy and slick and... And yeah, they don't make a story out of the songs. It's not yeah. like they use "You've Got a Friend" um, in like a fictional way. Um, it's all based on truth, and it just but they just somehow fit. And yeah, I just oh. Oh, I think it's it's just slick and
1: brilliant, yeah, classy. I was really proud to be a part of it. You know, wonderful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Was, and were you enjoying the touring lifestyle? That element of things. How how long were you in each place? Actually, it was weekly. So oh. that's. Yeah,
3: and that's that's a a tough one. And I find touring tough anyway, because it's hard, isn't it? You have to... uproot your life
2: like have you both been on tour yeah i don't know whether, yeah i've done bits yeah bits i haven't done a long-running sort of um show like uh, a west end sort of style mm-hmm. show yeah. so where you, especially one where you've you've got a change every week that that yeah, does sound like big i was
1: doing english it's, touring opera last yeah. year and that was ridiculous it was like four days or three days then somewhere else then so, yeah. and it was like kind of all over the country like there doesn't seem to be any yeah. or reason. i so. know <laughs> yeah.
3: it's not like they go like close together no like i feel yeah. like when we were in aberdeen and then the next we were like in London somewhere Yeah. It's like surely you <laughs> could have like done this in a better way um, yeah. but yeah a touring's hard isn't it I have such a love-hate relationship with it um, I was having an absolute blast with everyone I made some gorgeous friends Aww. on that job which was really nice you always want that don't you because you're Absolutely. always terrified yeah. of what everyone's going to be like and um, yeah we were having so much fun but at the same time I just miss home and yeah. I feel like I'm so settled where I am Lovely. And um, it's it's different. The first time I went on tour was when I was like 21, 22. So you're out all the time. Yeah. And I was yeah. single and I was like living <laughs> a different life. Whereas this tour, I was like, I need to get back home every Saturday. And I've got a car, which is now useless. It's so much <laughs> my drive away.
1: Oh, no. um, yeah. <laughs> but,
3: yeah. Um, but like, you know, it just became a different version of touring for me. Um, yeah, yeah, and I find D- booking digs an absolute ball ache. Oh, totally! Like, is. don't you?
1: It's the worst. Awesome. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> we were talking to um, Rodney about this. Do you know? You know Rodney vubia didn't I do? You? Yeah. yeah, I. I feel like we've we've definitely met
3: because I had a listen to your podcast actually. Um, oh, cool. yeah, And I subscribed. Oh. I
1: love your like theme tune Ooh. that you've got. That was You're Seb. Oh, thank you, Seb. Wrote was it? Did you yeah. write it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I wrote that. I loved
1: I it. it. He's yeah. like yeah. Dennis Waterman sing the theme tune. Write the
3: theme tune. Dennis, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
3: I also um, listened that you you buy a gift for everyone. So if you <gasps> oh, if you want my address, hang on a second. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if you.
1: If you if That's you need right. my address, you can just send it over there. <laughs> Listen, we'll mail one yeah. over. Don't you worry about
0: that. No,
3: you
1: don't have to. That's cool. I've got <laughs> no. a lovely cupboard full of things from like kids' parties. I'm sure I can cobble together something for you, Laura.
0: Oh really? I would love that. <laughs> just some
3: balloons I'll be thrilled with, honestly. Like, just send them over. As long as I can blow them up, I'm absolutely
2: thrilled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we'll se- we'll send you some uninflated balloons. Yeah,
3: thank you. <laughs> That's it's be- the least we could do. Q, seven, Please do, do that, that now. <laughs>
1: going backwards we go back in time mm,
2: yeah. <laughs> i'll put a jingle in there oh
1: could you that would be <laughs> lovely oh, <absolutely. laughs> uh, waitress laura so exciting mm. i remember i think i remember when you just got that it's an incredible show really congratulations and like oh, did you have you. a wonderful time yeah. on that I did. Um, it was a very crazy time for me. Right. Um,
3: but yeah, I did. I absolutely loved it. It was a bit of a whirlwind, was I think. Was it? Um, yeah, just I think it's everything I'd ever dreamed of, ever. Mm. And I I don't know, I feel like there's a quote or something, but it's like when you're actually faced with your dream, like it, it almost unravels itself. It kind of, I don't know, I feel like I put so much pressure on it for it to be everything I'd ever wanted it to be and you wanted yeah. to like live every moment and this is it's been something that i've been striving for from like the age of 6 you know oh. i'm like i'm going to be on the west end and then when you actually yeah. do it you're like it has to be perfect you know yeah um, but um i i feel like i had to find a balance um to actually just live every moment and just enjoy it yeah um but yeah i loved it and the music is out of this world like sobralas is, is an absolute genius yeah. and yeah yeah it definitely it's changed
1: my career for for good you know yeah um, i mean was that a massive auditioning process did you or did you have how many what was it rounds and rounds or
3: yeah it was yeah it was um it was really scary um because actually you don't i didn't get any notes or anything it was kind of you know it was just kind of do what you do and then leave and it, they weren't very um they weren't very, like, eloquent. They didn't really talk about what they would want from you. So I just was like, oh, I just hope that I, I get this. And I just so desperately wanted it. And we had, I think, I feel like about seven rounds, maybe. Um, yeah, I was given material initially on the first round. And then I um, had my final, like, a good few rounds later, and... Um, and I remember just being absolutely terrified. But then yeah. as soon as it was done, I was like, oh, thank God. Then my agent called me and was like, that wasn't your final. Your final's actually later on this week. And oh, I was God. like, no! I'd <laughs> gone out that night and been like, gone and got drunk oh. and was like, it's done! <laughs> Thrilled! And um, yeah, was in later that week. And then um, it was really horrible because then they had um, another Dawn, um, which actually is um, was Evie Hoskins' Ah, who is now playing it. Well, yeah. um she plays it again, but um so amazing she got to play it. Um and they had um one again and then another. So they had like two of each character and they would call you in one by one and you do a scene with the Becky and the Jenna and then they'd swap you and
1: oh it's oh, just oh, awful. Because
3: I, I hate meeting people that I'm against. I just don't Yeah. I just don't want to know, especially when it gets to the final, because yeah. you both want yeah. it so much, and exactly. everyone wants a waitress. Like so many people mm-hmm. wanted to be up for it that weren't, or like you know, it was it was going to be massive, which it, you know it was, yeah. and it would definitely have have changed my career or yeah. anybody else's career. You know, it definitely it definitely did that for me, and I was like, I have to. There's just something in me that was like, I just have to get this. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I was just relieved when I found out I had. Um, but yeah. just it's so special now that Evie's actually played it I think it's
1: oh, yeah that's, that's worked out lovely, really well lovely isn't it yeah yeah
3: um, but yeah it was it's a really special show and um, yeah I feel like it made it gave me a backbone because um, there was so much that went on that I don't have to touch on now but no. there was um, you know so much that went on in that show for me personally yeah and um, yeah I just feel like I came out of it stronger yeah. And, yeah, yeah, we're so grateful for it. That's
2: yeah, it seems that you had a lot, a lot of support from fans, and you, mm. you must have built up a, a huge, you know, fan base. That 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 must have been really helpful for for any tough times.
3: Definitely, yeah, it it really yeah. was. Yeah, oh my goodness, and they are so loyal, which yeah. is amazing. Sometimes I find it so overwhelming, even when in that tough time you need people yeah um to get behind you or you know um when you're feeling low you know you need you feel like you need those fans and you're so grateful that they're there but it's yeah it is overwhelming and like the lines out of stage door would be like right down the street and like that's it's scary um you know I (laughs) like when I was little I couldn't wait to sign someone's autograph like do you know what I, mean? I once yeah. like I once <laughs> told someone that I was in S Juniors and I signed an app
1: <laughs> how bad is that I was like desperate for it like who did you say God. you were laura which one i didn't i didn't say gonna, which one i was gonna say you're never gonna get away as rochelle i'm sorry <laughs> no,
3: definitely <Rochelle>. not
1: definitely <laughs> not no um no that was brilliant the, thankfully they didn't
3: ask but they were just like so you're a genius i saw when we're on holiday and i was like yeah yeah yeah." <laughs> I'd, sung on, I'd sung on karaoke and um i'd sung my heart will go on classic well done and um yeah after they asked me and i said i was um, <laughs> dreadful. But yeah, I'd always wanted that. And I feel like when you get it, and I, I don't know, I, I just found it so overwhelming.
1: I'm not um, surprised. Yeah. It must be immense. Um, mm. We were saying about this earlier that it's a really funny thing for us because as musicians come out that stage door, I remember I used to do <laughs> Def on Kinky Boos, same theatre, and I know the lines oh, used really? to be huge out the back there. Yeah. You just sort of swan through. They see the intro in the back, they're like, ah, nah, whatever. <laughs> Off it's you go. So bad, oh, no, it's, no, it's no, the it's, band. Band. it's so bad. <laughs> no, it's so
3: yeah. bad. I mean, the great thing about Waitress <laughs> is that they cared all about the swings and, oh. like... And everyone which, and the band are on stage for Waitress. So, I mean, I don't know whether they had to sign autographs, but I I hope they did. (laughs) I hope they were. I hope they had to.
1: I think I read somewhere, I think you said this, or somebody definitely in the cast had been talking about the prop situation because it was quite immense, wasn't it?
3: (laughs) Oh my God. I cannot be trusted. (laughs) I cannot be trusted with any of those props. Honestly, it was, it's actually a nightmare. Like waitress, uh, the, the irony of, I, I feel like I said this before: is that when you get a good gig and you're still a blooming waitress, you're like still serving people. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god! And half of the re- rehearsal process was me being like, so I, I, I put the coffee where, and I and I have to go here and and so I go to you and I, I ask you what you want and then and I have to go bring you chips and and then you have to like, I genuinely, it was a nightmare. There was um there was one time I feel so bad for this um. <laughs> so there had to be a real pie on stage and in opening up the opening number it had fallen on the floor and I was like oh well no one can I thought it was just for the people at the diner and I was like no one should eat that because that's been on the floor so I put it in like a little um basket thing and um Kat McPhee um has to bring over Earl a piece of pie yeah and it's like all about him eating this pie and I stood there and I was like shit move the fucking pie I was like it's me it's me and she was like and she just froze and she was like we need we need a pie for this bit and um, and I was like I was like a, a pie. A pet. so i ran off stage i was like she needs a pie she needs a pie oh and i was like oh my god and i literally was sweating so much you know where you're gonna get in trouble oh. because it's you and you're the reason this whole show is broken down oh terrifying <laughs> oh god Oh god. i felt so bad um yeah so i left the props alone after that but there's just so much yeah and they're planning to tour it and that's oh. gonna be crazy yeah. um because there's just flour everywhere you're constantly like mopping up water like juice it's just yeah oh my it's, god the props are nuts and i cannot be trusted with any of them
1: no well i worked in little chef when i was younger and i know did for, you well, yes i did oh my god for one summer one fateful i remember summer. little chef oh never eat there is what i'd say sorry really <laughs> well, is it still really? open I don't know. It did say Heston Blumenthal had a hand in it for a while. Did you know that? The, he, yeah, tried he tried to go to in and clean to turn up? It around. Yeah. But I saw some things. I saw I saw eggs oh, go off the griddle onto us. the floor, back onto the griddle. I swear. No, awful. Yeah, awful. yeah, yeah, yeah. People had awful. to go and well, I had to go and clean the toilets on one occasion, and then they said, We need you back out. And I was like, I'm cleaning the toilets. And they were like, No, we need you now. <laughs> you have to serve these things so there you go There's a little insight <laughs> just what you hear behind like closed doors it's gross isn't it's it? so like, so gross I've never no. been back I really haven't been back into one minging sorry no. about that uh, nobody care. <laughs> yeah,
3: I care okay. uh, yeah I'm never going to a little chef ever again oh
1: good <laughs> Well, the
2: theaters can be complete can, can be really gross can't yeah. they uh, you know backstage no one realizes that yeah no. so many times i've been in band rooms and and all the carpet's been ripped up it's like, oh yeah the sewage went everywhere yeah. so
3: or mice yeah. you you just find found yeah. like a mice in your shoe, like a mouse in your shoe. Yeah. do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, yeah, they're right. everywhere i mean i'd never seen one but people see them all the time yeah especially if you're in common garden yeah. they're just everywhere what was yeah. it yeah. like
1: a, a delphi did you have a nice uh, nice dressing room there oh.
3: Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> first oh my god, the first time I walked into my dressing room, I sobbed because Aww. it it was <laughs> massive, like and beautiful. Um, and I think one of the girls on Kinky Boots had like decked it all out and it looked gorgeous and it was like yellow and just sunny and I had like all my plants in there.
1: Oh. It was lovely. Yeah, I really loved God, it. God, that's there. a real yeah. I've made it uh. moment that, isn't it? That really is. <laughs> it felt like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think also because, you know, at the other palace,
3: yeah, like behind stage that. as much, I love the other palace, but backstage is tiny <laughs> yeah. and all of the girls were in one dressing room and I have a space the size of my laptop not yep. complaining it's so fun <laughs> yeah. but i i mean i was thrilled to then walk into the yeah. elf and be like
1: i can do yoga in here <laughs> I guess. like i had Aww. a
3: shower i was like
1: this is oh my gosh yeah i sobbed forever it's, oh was beautiful it's at the other palace uh, when we did big fish mm-hmm. uh, we had a band yeah. corridor
2: are we going back in time
1: again yeah we now? are can you do that rewind i think it was the end of 2000, 2017 wasn't it that, yeah, it? yeah it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when we first met you on that lovely I show do you know oh, i went and God. looked watched back some of uh, over the um royal variety performance of that today oh, yeah. and it still makes me feel a little bit sad because i thought that was a lovely lovely show me Did you? too. Me too. Oh my
3: god, I love that show with all my heart. Yes. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just. It was just a dream.
1: Yeah. Mm. The whole thing. I, I can't really understand why it, it didn't come. I know there was a. The press weren't soaking, were they? But... No, they weren't.
3: <laughs> they weren't. I mean, I, who knows why? I mean, I feel like we were so. I felt nervous that night, mm. like yeah. that press night. It just. It felt. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. And. And who knows why it didn't I know. transfer or why it didn't do well. I was just so baffled because Me too. I I loved it so much and I just thought, we can't all be wrong. Like no. this this is a really beautiful piece of theatre. Yeah. yeah. It was it was so well thought out. Like our costumes were all made of scrubs because they were or well, like hospital gear and every prop was made um of something you would find in a hospital and like just the thought behind it. Yeah. And just the way it was directed by Nigel Harmon and, Aww. like, everything about it, I absolutely loved. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know. I and everyone it. I know who came to see it thought it was fantastic. Mm. And I remember coming yeah. to see your dress rehearsal, the final, oh, what, one of the last dress rehearsals, and, oh, it was just so gorgeous. Gone. Yeah. Oh, my I'm, God. I cried an awful lot. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. The fi- like, there was one rehearsal where we did the final scene and... Um, Nigel was like, "Okay, do the scene um, for yourselves." I don't know if you know how it ends, Seb.
2: Uh, I've seen the film. I haven't right. seen the. Didn't see that show though. It's
3: the, the end is, is that, like heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And
2: is it like the? Is it like the same as in the film? Yeah. Really? yeah. I don't want to spoil it.
3: Yeah, it I can, know. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's it's the same.
2: Spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It, he dies, it like the, and the, it's really sad. <laughs> he dies. Is, is it the funeral <laughs> bit where, yes. where everyone turns up and it's always, they were real? Yeah, yeah.
3: and so, it's like. It even makes me feel funny now, but like yeah. they all, yeah. all the people in his life all come back and it's just oh God. like, and the music that Andrew Lippa put with it's it amazing. is, and I could never do it without sobbing. Yeah. Like every night I would be like, and we were told we weren't allowed to cry as well. So I'd be like, oh God, I don't oh. know how Absolutely. you did it. I really don't. It was just, it's so moving and it's so beautiful. And you're so right. Like every friend that I had that went to see it was like, why did that not transfer? Why? I hope they bring it back one day.
1: Let's start a campaign right here, right now. It's <laughs> doing it. Guys, if you want to see Big Fish again, yeah.
3: Yeah. get it out there. We're all there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fish my gosh. Off. And I know every, like, everyone in the cast loved it as well. I feel yeah. like they'd all be up for it. It's such a lovely group of them now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And was it? how was it working with Kelsey? Was he fun to be around? He seemed so nice. I really liked him. Kelsey Grammer is, like, one of the best people in the entire world
3: (laughs) i loved him he's so nice yeah and he's he's so funny and he's unbelievably talented yeah like i just thought he was one of the most amazing actors i've ever worked with yeah and just so charming i was i think i was a bit in love with him actually
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, I, i genuinely
3: definitely was because he's just he was just great and so friendly and i feel like the media have painted him in in such a way and i chose not to look up anything because i was like yeah. i i don't want to know um i just want to meet him and make my own decision on that yeah and and i'm so glad yeah. that i did that because yeah. he's just the the nicest man and he loved the show yeah. so much and um and it just it makes me so happy that because so many people are like what was it like working with Kelsey Grammer because obviously he's huge yeah, <laughs> and I'm just thrilled that I don't have to be like
0: yeah he's really nice <laughs> like I can actually do you know what I mean like I can actually gush yeah. about
1: him yeah palace you did another show you did eugenius there didn't you after i did yes yeah i feel like i worked
3: there at the other palace then for like two years i think yeah
1: Yeah. oh so were they back
3: to back was that yes um yeah so as we were finishing big fish i auditioned for eugenius and i found out whilst i was doing big fish that i got it and i think it was about like two weeks or so Oh no, that's a lie. It's a complete lie. Um, <laughs> I the last two weeks of Big Fish. I then was doing rehearsals for Eugenius at the same time. Oh, wow, which is ah. really tiring. Yeah, um, but so fun. Um, but yeah, um, quite tiring because you're completely basically in tech different for two show years. as
1: well. So, 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 different,
3: so different space. So, um, yeah, so different. And I think because I was so in love with Big Fish. And it was so, it was everything we dreamed it would be. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best job ever. I then, you so want the next job to be the same. Um, It was just completely different. But Eugenius was the same, just on so many different levels. And yeah, yeah, I had an absolute blast doing Eugenius. I feel like that also, it it was kind of like a stepping stone to Waitress, I think. Yeah. Like it then, because in Big Fish, I had like a featured role and yeah. I got to sing a bit which which was really nice because actually then there's nowhere near as much pressure you I had like my little bit of singing and then I was back to the back you know and that <laughs> that felt really nice um so Janie was the first role in New Genius that I'd ever been a lead of um and I feel like it was the perfect place to do it
1: yeah you know, um it's such a nice environment isn't it that theatre it's got and yeah the, the size and everything it feels like quite mm. a a comforting space, doesn't it? It does, yeah, it does. And everyone there is so lovely. Um, it's so funny,
3: I thought, because it's so close, um, and actually you can you can see the people that you're talking to, like, they're they're so close to you. It's like, literally, from me to the end of the bed. And then they're yeah. like... So you can see every expression they have. You know if they're liking it or not. And I thought that would terrify me. But actually, it's really nice. Because yeah. you then... You can mm. gauge how they're feeling. Whereas then, when I got to the Adelphi, partly I was wearing glasses, so it, even though they're a see-through lens, I still felt like I, couldn't, I was kind of blind because um, the lights yeah. would like reflect off it, and I'd be like, I can't look anyone in the eye. <laughs> but it was just like darkness. Like I couldn't. You can't see, so it's you don't know if the people up in the gods yeah. are are loving it or they're with you. Whereas at the other yeah. palace, you can you know even at the back how they're how they're feeling and you can hear it um yeah
2: yeah oh yeah amazing amazing feeling yeah that. it's just uh it's it's i mean b- both things are brilliant aren't they it's, it's good to have a mix of both yeah hopefully go from job to job and sample a bit of everything yeah cause it's, for sure ex- amazing yeah
3: and i think then it's yeah. like you build up skills because i feel like i perform differently when it is um when it is a big audience to when it is at the other palace you can um you know your reactions don't need to be as big and um you don't feel like yes. the people at the back need to be able to hear you you know because they're like all coming to you um, and also at the other palace it's almost like a they're all looking down at you so you don't really need to reach for the attention because they're already looking at you if that yeah do you know do you know what i mean i feel like yeah um yeah, yeah. whereas often you know on a stage people are trying to like look up to you and yeah like you have to it's like you have to work harder to communicate to them and like the adelphi is so big the people up in the gods you know and that's where me and my mum would sit when i was little so i always felt conscious that i'd be like i want you to know that i'm communicating to you (laughs) um yeah yeah um but yeah i feel like you do it's like a different show that you would do i think depending on the theater
2: how does your lifestyle change when you're on a run of a show? Do you have to think about certain, like, keeping fit or, yeah. or just, like, getting enough sleep and that sort of thing? Yeah. Is that something you've got to be conscious of?
3: It, yeah, it really is. And I'm, I'm unbelievably conscious of it. Sometimes I think, according to my boyfriend, too much. <laughs> I'm like, because <laughs> as soon as I wake up, I'm... I like, I want to drink everything. Like you want to drink your whole like daily amount of water four hours before the show. So you want to make sure that, ah. so if you've got a matinee, you need to have drunk like two litres before 11 o'clock. God. And I was, wow. and like, you don't have to do that, but it's, it's advised. And I obviously, I'm like, I have to do this. And waitress and Eugenius were such big things for me in completely different ways. Like waitress, I put on a voice for my character and it just made it so much harder so I couldn't do it like I couldn't do it if I wasn't feeling right so yeah. I need, I just I was so aware of um, of yeah like doing yoga and eating really healthily and before a show making sure that I'd had like a certain amount of of food I think I became a little bit too obsessed with it I would um, before every show I would always have watermelon <laughs> oh, oh. I had to have it <laughs> And um, I think there was before one, before one show actually at Waitress, I didn't have any watermelon and the, the cast were like, okay, it's gonna be fine. We'll get you, can we get some sweets for, for Laura, please? The <laughs> sweet Flora. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, but like, because it, it keeps hydrating you as like, even better than water. God, that's a good um, tip. So that's yeah, I always have it before I sing. But it, it became a crux for me, and I think it's it is finding ah, a balance.
2: The, the classic watermelon. <laughs> the crux. watermelon <laughs>
3: crux. Oh god! <laughs> I know. I have nightmares about it now. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I, I read. I read a thing that the actors, or I don't know if it's specifically people in musicals or, or just in plays, but they constantly need a wee when they're on stage. Is, is that true? I
3: mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> so for me in beautiful, I once I was on stage, I didn't have any time off, and Ugh. I just because i was just constantly getting changed and then going back on and i would be busting for a wee the whole (laughs) show because you're just downing so much water you feel like you need it and then oh my god it's just finding times when you can then go and i would be like running and finding where the next toilet is and yeah Yeah. um but yeah you do spend it the whole time needing to pee
1: oh yeah do you know what i always thought it's bad enough being in the pit but that's like a whole new world isn't it like, but then I've always thought of you guys as well I'm yeah. like oh, how do they do it because they must you can't go anywhere can you I've had some really oh, can terrifying ones are you allowed ones. to go uh, uh, it depends where you really? sat really so, does it <laughs> one of the shows I was doing yeah. I was in front uh, there was like a human wall behind me Of uh, I just could not human get through wall. a human wall yes a human <laughs> wall in, in Funny Girl like I was <clears> in a really weird position for the cello right at the front in front of the conductor oh, Right. there yes, was yeah, no yeah, yeah. way through and I remember there oh. were a couple of performances that run that first half was long as well and we get we'd start the overture and i think oh god it was a good <laughs> test good test for one's pelvic floor i'd say <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah just sat there doing pelvic
1: floor exercises yeah, exactly. like i can do this <laughs> <Yeah>. it's okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i do feel for you guys down there yeah you literally once you're down there you can't go
2: you can um sometimes you can like it, it depends you know it mm. depends on the theater and the, or right who's mding <laughs> or what whoever what what the rules are it, I really. mean, if you if you really can't be seen by the audience because if you're really tucked away under the stage and you're by the door you, I think yeah it's, fine. You're, like, it's quite nice to have someone someone to go and put the kettle on five
1: minutes before <laughs> yes the, the exactly interval. oh dreamy yeah that's just what you need <laughs> Hey, Laura, I owe you a Mm. big thank you for when you did a shout out for my, um, for my in-laws in Cinderella at Eastbourne. hang on when was that a couple of Christmases back honestly it was brilliant because I thought what is gonna really make them so embarrassed and and so traumatized what can I do to really really get them and uh yeah they loved it they absolutely did (laughs) oh good oh my god I love that nothing better than panto do you know what I mean (laughs) did you enjoy it did you have a fun time doing Mm. that
3: yeah, I love doing Panto. Yeah, I really do. Um, and I've worked for um, Jordan Productions. for like they're, I feel like I've done Panto for them twice. And they're just such a lovely company. Aww. And it's just so fun because you can mess around on stage and the audience love it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it feels so Christmassy. I mean, the hours are, are long. Like, I'm not going to lie. No one likes yeah. a pre-show day. No one likes a three show day. They? they are Hard. you don't know where you're going. <laughs> you don't know what scene you're in. You don't know anything. But yeah, I do I really enjoy it. Um I do feel like I'd love to see um a lot of like a modern panto. Yeah. Um was it quite a traditional one then? With that one in was, particular, yeah.
1: Cinderella. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, it's quite a traditional script mm. and I do I absolutely adore them. I do feel like sometimes the stories for Panto get a bit dated. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, um, I'd love to see a princess that doesn't need saving. You know, yeah. I feel like that, yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's needed. But yeah, I do. I still love a classic Panto. And oh, yeah. It was fun. And, you know, the kids just light up when they see you because they so believe that you're the real Cinderella. Oh. And, and they
1: just they just love it it's really cute yeah oh it sounds like a childhood dream doesn't it being a being Cinderella amazing I
3: know well it does yeah (laughs) I mean that's when I was little I was like I just want to be a princess in panto (laughs) like I so wanted that and like wearing a ball gown I was thrilled I would just love to be by a beach. Like, oh, right yeah, now. I'd love to live like that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. right now. Don't you just miss going to beaches? Oh, I know. Like, so much. We're not going to be able to go on holiday forever. Oh.
2: I was down near uh, Bexhill. Is that nearby? That's near Eastbourne, isn't it? Bexhill, yeah, sort
3: like, of. Oh, Bexhill. Oh, I, I don't know. So.
2: Somewhere south. Oh,
3: is it? Yeah. Or
2: a footstool right. as well.
1: I- I've oh, i know, yeah. I, I get, that
2: get that so confused uh, <laughs> it's all on the coast
1: but isn't it? i was
2: down by the sea recently <laughs> yeah. and i can confirm it it was, it was lovely i mean i say recently it was about, oh, it was about eight weeks oh. ago but um that's the thing yeah i mean it, it'd be great if we were near the sea now i, I would be down there yeah. all the time so i'm from south end so i'm that's sort Are of you? my uh I, you know it's where i'm from it's my mm. it's who i am you yeah. know that's, that's salty it's, air it's you in the, the oh. I'm You
1: Cornish. need to get yourself back to <laughs> South End.
2: I know, get back to <laughs> South End.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm, You know, I've got fisherman blood while I have not really, but I'm from Cornwall, so I could, may oh. as well do. <laughs>
3: get back Yeah, get back there, yeah. Where did you Sounds grow up, creepy. Laura? Um, so I grew up in Yorkshire, um, so there's not much going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so needs, no, um,
2: not much sea wine.
3: <laughs> um yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I grew up in West Yorkshire. Um, so kind of like near Leeds, Huddersfield way. Um, yeah, yeah. But I moved to London when I was 16. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, first for, yeah, I for did. music yeah.
1: theatre or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: great. Um, yeah. I, it's quite scary, actually. I moved by myself oh. and went wow. to live with a landlady. And um, I think if I'd not have got a scholarship, I, I wouldn't have gone. But it was kind of let's just audition and and see how you do. And my parents were like, if you get a scholarship, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it and, you know, we'll figure it out. And um, I was so excited to go that we just didn't really think anything of it. And that must have been so hard for my parents to be
2: like,
1: "Hi, 16, you're a baby. You really are. That's so bold though. What It must be set you up so well though because you sort of have to find the yeah. strength to do that
3: at 16
1: do don't you? oh my you? god
3: yeah for sure I remember like walking around Cup and just being like this is this is where I live now and I don't know anybody I don't know the people that I'm living with I don't know who my friends are going to be and I'm I was actually I was just terrified because I was so excited to go to college and it's so daunting all of a sudden you are this little fish in a big pond and, you know, it, it's just, yeah, it's so much to, especially to live somewhere like London yeah. from Yorkshire. Like, I live near farms and it's very quiet. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the life is quite slow. And yeah. as much as I love that, now it's like, then you're thrown into London life and it's just so different. Yeah. Um, but I guess all the girls and the people that I became friends with were in their 20s. Like, my friend, she's still my friend now, um, Genevieve, I think she was, like, 22 when we first met i think and that's a lot for her to befriend a 16 year old yeah but we became best friends there and i think because i was around older people you just you grow up pretty quick yeah
2: and so so the age range was from like 16 to what sort of 22 to like
3: 30 so there were some people that were like 27 but yeah they take them they take you at 16 or 18 or but the plan um for like me and my parents was uh, I'll go at 16 and then afterwards I'll maybe do like a, a one-year course somewhere and get a degree yeah that just never it just I then just had different plans um, yeah. cool. but that was the initial idea yeah did
2: you find when you got there you you felt like you'd found your people is that why you, you could sort of just connect with people of any age because you're like well we're, we're all doing the same thing
3: yeah and uh, yeah yes 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 and I feel like you know, when I was younger, I would miss out on on so much because I was so obsessed with um with what I was doing and I would never get to go to birthday parties or I miss out on so much. And and it was always my choice, but I just you know, they don't understand that when they're not a part of it. People would be like, "Oh, you're never you're never free. You're always like missing out." And I'd have like boyfriends up, like when I was like 14 and they'd be like, "Oh, I just never see her because she's always dancing." And like <laughs> you know, no one ever understood it. Whereas then I was around all these people that had had that all their life as well. And also they had a passion that was the same as mine. And, you know, yeah, like you say, I felt like I'd found my people. Yeah, and I feel like you find that even more so when you go into like your jobs. Like the older I get, the more, I don't know, you meet people that are going through the same things as you. Like hopefully when I start to like have kids or something, like I know now that I can do that in this industry yeah whereas i didn't before like you meet so many different people who are all on the same route as you and yeah it's really nice
1: Just wanted to ask you actually because seb actually sent me a picture earlier of um a jumper which now hang on a minute i don't know if i can see it but i'm sure it says mm-hmm. something like my stage fave is laura baldwin have you seen oh. anyone wearing this jumper and have you seen this jumper yourself <laughs> Yes and yes. Um there's um there's a lovely girl called
3: Chloe, um Chloe Harvey. I'll shout out to her, hello, um if she um hope she listens. Um but yeah she has one of the t-shirts.
1: And yeah,
3: she wears it like loud and proud and I absolutely love
0: it that's but yeah, you can't believe
3: them. You can get a hat, you can get a mug. What? I hope you wow. can get a key ring. I feel like that should go along well with that. Yeah, it really um, should.
2: Yeah, I think so. fridge magnet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I feel like Chloe and my mum probably have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like um the stage bave they do it for like everyone, I think.
1: It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, really cute. Not everyone. Yeah. Come on now. I mean you're, <laughs> you're the- <laughs> Just before you finish, were you auditioning again now or were you because you were in the midst of the tour, were you quite mm. just going with it or had you started looking at other things?
3: No, I was just, yeah, just going with it. I'll work it. Um, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah. Um, which actually is, yeah, it's quite daunting because I think for, since Big Fish, actually, I've known exactly what I'm going on to yeah. as each job's ended. And so lucky, my career has not always been like that. And now I'm faced with the fact that I, I have no idea what what is coming next. And that, as exciting as that is, yes. it's. That's quite a daunting time, and I know we're all we're all in that position. Mm. Like so many shows have closed, so so many actors are free, right. and we don't know what's we, do, we don't know what's going on. But I think it's it's tough when you when you thought you were being paid weekly mm. until Christmas a certain amount, and yeah. you know the best thing about being in a job is you're getting security and you don't have to audition because auditions are scary. Yeah. So you know, um, but. You know, yeah. I'm just now, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I do hope that it, it does reopen. Yeah. That would be amazing. Even if it was the start of next year, I'd do it in a heartbeat because I just absolutely adored it. Oh. But yeah, you know, we'll see. Hopefully
1: auditions start coming up soon, but we don't even know when theatres are going to reopen. No, true so. enough. Have you got like, is there a hit list of things that you'd you'd like to do, roles you'd like to play in an ideal world? You know, it's, it's, I feel like... I get asked that
3: and I just, I never know the answer and I, I feel like it's because so many, um, like when I did Big Fish and Eugenius and even Waitress, I'd never heard of them before, before no, exactly. auditioning and when I was given the material for Big Fish and then I learnt the music and the songs, I then immediately was like, I have to be in this because this is stunning and it became a dream role for me and then it, the same happened with Eugenius and the same with Waitress and and I almost feel like if I, like, I mean, this is bad, but I, I so wanted to be Anna in Frozen. Now it's been cast, I yeah. really wanted it. Aww. I so wanted it. And I was auditioning for it. And when you set your sights on something and, you know, at the time I was like, I have to get this. I gave it the same gumption that I'd given the other jobs I'd gone for. And it. when it doesn't work out, then you're left, it, uh, you feel lower than you would if you, you hadn't like put it on a pedestal. you Yeah know? absolutely. Um, but I guess my, my dream has always been to like keep working and be able to I want to do this till I'm 70 so I just want to you know keep going and I want the same as everybody else I want to you know enjoy it and still love it when I'm 70 I don't want to lose the love for it and I don't know I'd love to work at the National and you know I'd love to be in a film I'd love to do everything like yeah yeah, yeah. um but I just I would never want to be like I want to play this person or you know I feel like yeah I've been happy with the route I've gone, and I feel like even if I was to, this were to be the end for me i'd be I'd be more than happy, yeah, with what I'd done, yeah,
1: but it won't be Laura there's an exciting,
0: <laughs> it won't. I can say it's an exciting
2: who knows? <laughs> All oh, right. Yes. Well done. Ah. That was great. a chat with Laura. <laughs> Lovely Laura. She was Laura. so nice, wasn't she?
1: Yeah, she really was. I was so excited to chat to her that I realised, like, I was getting more and more excited. And it was all a little bit high <laughs> octane sometimes. Yeah. So, a bit foghorn.
2: I, I found myself doing that classic Zoom shouting, uh, yes. especially early on. Yeah. That, that we, we've, we I'm sure we've all been uh, the victim of.
1: Uh, yeah. A bit of
2: of shouting at the laptop, but um,
1: (laughs) yeah, leaning in and screaming at the screen. (laughs) Uh,
2: But yeah, she was really lovely. It was it was uh, a nice nice chat, and um, yeah, great to speak to someone that's that's like a proper proper leading lady. No,
1: I know. Fancy having all that merch? Amazing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Wow, merch.
1: We've got to post her something, Seb. I mean. I've I've get her address. We've got to send her her those balloons. No, I'm going to message her for them. I've been thinking it all week because that would be terrible.
2: (laughs) I've got some balloons here actually. Oh, well done. uh, Yeah. I I can do that. (laughs) Okay. So if you listen to this whole bit up to now, well, thank you very much. And, uh, (laughs) please um help us out because we're, we're still kind of getting started so if you could uh like and subscribe and and share and rate and review all those things that really helps yes. uh, it just helps us get get seen so then we can get a few more listeners and um you know then we yeah. can keep doing this right so we've got an, a sort of idea which i thought um i thought i could tell you all about basically i, w- I went for a run the other day and i bumped into a friend uh, seb pennar two sebs in the park we were actually dressed the same it was really weird <laughs> we hadn't planned it at all but so we we ran together for like a mile at two you know two meters distance
1: um
2: which is actually quite hard to do uh, but um
1: it must have did, looked we like talking, the 118 advert by the way sorry yeah it must have done
2: <laughs> but we were just talking about um he was talking about you know preparing for Um, different things like, you know, concerts coming up or different projects coming up. And just, you know, I'd I'd been off because I'd had a cold sore last few weeks. So getting back to playing again. And um, just that thing of getting match fit again. And there's no real substitute to to just doing a gig. And obviously we can't do a gig at the moment. But I thought maybe we could all, you know, play along to a recording at exactly the same time. And then it's almost like doing a gig. There's a sort of communal feel, isn't there? It's like when we were talking to Johnny Abraham uh, last week about when you're watching something on the telly at the same time as everyone else or listening on the radio. Or it's like like Tim Burgess's listening parties on Twitter. Yeah. There's an amazing feeling when you know there's like hundreds or thousands of other people also listening to exactly the same song. There's something really magical about that. So I Mm -hmm. thought what we could do, we could try it out maybe this Friday, at two o'clock, this is just a, sounds like a good time. Yeah, we're all going to play Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Yes, because it's a, it's a classic, isn't
1: it? it it's It's often one of the, the
2: first ones you play at, at youth orchestra. Yeah, I think most people will have played it. So the, the idea is for anyone, any professionals that want to just get their eye back in, any any amateurs that just want to play, and you know, you'll be playing at the same time as professionals. It's like you're you're playing in an orchestra and. And also what we could do is um, as, is I'll set up a Zoom meeting so that everyone can join. Because I think, how many people can be in a Zoom meeting? It's
1: hundreds, it? le- Yeah, a hundred at least, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So um, everyone could be on the Zoom meeting, but you will all be muted. So you can't hear anyone, but you can see everyone else doing it. So if there's like a, a clarinet solo going on, all the people playing clarinet, you can look at them and they're, they're doing their solo. Yeah. <laughs> um and you know but basically you can play any part you like if you want to play second bassoon sure do it why not but do it but uh, you know maybe you want to play uh, all the first part you can do anything you like it's just a way of playing and just getting through some music
1: absolutely when
2: you're sort of forced to do it you can't stop because <laughs> the, the, the virtual concert's going on so anyway what do you think about that does that work
1: yes does that, that work sounds as an like an idea? excellent idea i think we should definitely definitely do it i'll be there okay. i'll get the cello out
2: you'll be there excellent yeah, for sure thank you well that will that will be there so come and join us on a Great. zoom meeting i'll tweet about <laughs> it and we'll um we'll set it up we'll call it what should we call it hashtag play along symphony yeah does that work something like well, that
1: you know you've put it out there now i think we go with that hashtag we we'll along symphony come okay, on okay
2: we'll give it a go that's it right. that was my idea
1: it's a good one.
2: We'll see if it works. We'll pick a good recording. I don't know yeah. what one's a classic we'll find well, a classic recording.
1: Yeah, let's look into that and then we can uh we'll stick it on all the social medias and yeah. you know, absolutely join us. It would be really fun. It'd be great to see yeah. other faces and other instruments. <laughs> if it goes
2: well, you know, you never know. By by August we could tackle the rite of spring.
1: Yes, come on. <laughs> I might have a go at second bassoon in that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Any yeah. other news to report?
1: Well, I've got I've just got to read something out that my mum sent me this morning, and I don't really know how to take it. Um, well, you decide for yourself. She uh, she photographed an article in The Guardian this morning, and it's obviously to do with things that people are doing during the lockdown. Um, and at number 10, she said, read number 10. It says, Incidents of podcasting in the general population runs at naught by eight percent. In males aged twenty eight to fifty in lockdown it runs at seventy nine per cent. They used to say you were never more than six foot from a rat. Now you're never more than two houses from a man with opinions and a microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: I mean I'd just like to say this might be the one occasion you can ever feel thankful that I'm in the mix here because
0: why do you think, know, I why hope do you think we I take asked you out to, be out
1: to in that it. I know <laughs>
2: <laughs> I needed a lady in her forties yeah. to uh, to change the demographic. Oh
1: God, what a dreadful description! A lady in her forties. You're just here
2: to tick a box, Verity.
1: I know. <laughs> Great <laughs> positive discrimination.
2: Well, there we go. Yeah, we've uh, we've ended on a on a on a low note. But yeah. um, thank you so much for listening, and come back and join us next week. We'll be here yes. with um, another fantastic guest. Absolutely. Not sure yet who it is. We don't know who it's going to be yet. We? we haven't quite decided. We've got quite a few in the can. We've we done have. a lot of podcasting in the last, last yeah, couple of we weeks. Have. We've got some catch-ups
1: um, tomorrow, haven't we?
2: Yeah, yeah. We're going to do some catch-ups, see, um, see how yeah. people are, that we interviewed back in, well, back in
0: 2019.
2: Yeah. So um, their the good old days changed, I'm sure. So we're going to be doing yeah. some of those. And, um, yeah, there'll be more stuff coming out soon. So
0: yeah.
1: thanks very much. Thanks. Hopefully see and, you Friday. Uh,
2: See you Friday for the for trike five. Yes. And then uh, see you next Monday for episode seven.
1: Wait. Okay.
2: All right, then. Bye. Bye.